When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, so her her parents used to be members of this club that it got to the point where they had to instill a dress code, which, you know, would seem obvious. Uh, some things like you can't wear thongs to dinner. But evidently, someone did, and it now necessitates an actual bylaw that says (laughs) you cannot wear a thong to dinner. Like a thong baby bathing suit to dinner, or they just had a thong? Yeah, a thong thong swimsuit. Ah, okay. No. In fact, you can't wear it anywhere near the pool. You can't wear a thong near the pool? Not a thong, no. Why? I I don't because they... I guess that's just too risque. All the kids, I mean, his family's around. Listen, a thong? Yeah. I'll play the part of Jen during this conversation since she's not here. What about a teaback? Yes, a teaback is exciting. No, Uh, I'm telling you, thing. everywhere you go in Florida, like we went to Anna Maria Island multiple times um, for a summer vacation, and people have their bathing suits cut up over their butt now. No, I get that. I mean, they've been doing that forever. You know, like uh, they, they call it the Redneck Riviera where you got the hot dog. Uh, girls wearing the thong bikinis. The teabacks, the hot dog girls right, with over the Over by the river bridge with the people fishing <laughs> for catfish. But no, in the club, no. Not in the nice area. Oh. And, and, what if uh, you've got backwards, a really good butt? You can wear a baseball cap, you just can't wear it backwards. Oh, that's where we're drawing the line. Yeah. No jerseys. Well, you know what that means. Nope. Yeah. What? Drug, drugs. Oh, it does. <laughs> Oh, I thought, I mean, you just look stupid. No, I don't know. When they have a whole list of rules before you walk in, you're like, I'm out. I'm not even going in there. Uh, No, I guess the the issue wasn't with the members. It was with their guests. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, if you fill your face with Botox, I mean, obviously it might be hard for other people to read your emotions because your face is pumped full of Botox. See, I, I do Botox, so I go to the Christ Hospital Med Spa, and I do Botox right here, where right around the eyes, because I laugh a lot, so I always have, like, those laughing, smiling eyes. See, that, it doesn't look that, like you laugh at all. It's, knock it off. <laughs> I haven't, anyways, I don't do anything up on There's my no forehead. There's no evidence of it. I do frownies on my forehead, which are like little tiny patches that I got targeted with on Facebook. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to try these. And it's literally like putting almost like tape 
on your forehead and you right. sleep with it there and it's supposed to get rid of the 11s. And I, I kind of liked them. Yeah. I haven't done any Botox in my forehead at all. I can still move it. <laughs> yeah, we can still read your emotions. Yeah. But a new study found that Botox might make the person who got the injections worse at reading other people's emotions too. This was something they weren't expecting to find. Researchers at University of California, Irvine, scanned the brains of 10 women before and after they got Botox in their forehead. The point was to see how their brains reacted to other people's facial expressions. And each one was shown photos of happy faces, angry faces, and neutral faces. And they had to guess the emotion being expressed by their faces. And they couldn't do it? They were worse at it <laughs> after they got the Botox. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. I wonder why. Because maybe, maybe they're it, not recognizing that within themselves, so they can't see it in other people. Oh, I thought maybe it like leaked into your brain or something. Oh, no. I don't know. No, they think it's because of something called the facial feedback hypothesis. The idea that we subconsciously mimic people's facial expressions to help us interpret them. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So the theory is that Botox prevents the muscles in your face from doing it as well, and that makes you worse at reading Other emotions people's? in general. That's so interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of good science-y stuff today that you have. A lot of good science stuff. Oh, yeah, and later in the show, we'll, we I got a story of how chat GPT saved dog's life. Oh, wow. I'll give you that story at 9.50 this morning. In our good news story segment. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could give it to you now. I mean, well, you could do it now and at 9.50. Okay. So some guy on Twitter says chat GPT saved his dog's life. She was anemic. And a vet diagnosed her with a tick-borne illness. Mm-hmm. But the treatment didn't help. And their advice was to just wait and see. Instead, he pasted the dog's blood results into ChatGPT, which said it might have something called IMHA. Oh, wow. IMHA is immune-medicated hemolytic anemia. He had a different vet run more tests after he got that news just to see, and they confirmed that the chat GPT was correct. Wow, look at that. And so with that news, they were able to, you know, get put his dog on the right treatment plan, and she's on her way to a full recovery. Have you guys used chat GPT at all? No. I no. have not, nope. but I know some people that have. We've done it in meetings here, and so I've seen how it works, and heard its replies to certain questions and t styles of questions, I have no interest in it. Yeah, I'd rather be human yeah. parts of it, too. What's I, the selling point? Like, what are they, how are they trying to say? Like, market Like, it? how are they positioning this? As, what, what are the positives that are supposed to come out of this? Well, I think it just is helpful to you. Like, I heard it being used to write notes to people. Like, write me um, a... 30-word thank-you card about a graduation mm -hmm. uh, to my nephew. Okay. And it will do that. It'll be like, congratulations, nephew. The beginning chapter of your life is just starting after blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like, it does something like that for you. We've also heard of salespeople 
using it to put together a sales presentation or a pitch. Yeah, it puts the graphics in, it puts、yeah. the charts in, it it writes up the sales pitch and kind of smooths it all over. Yeah, saving someone. And hours of putting、yes. that together. Help it, me put together it, it a proposal. It does it in three minutes. To convince Jeff to pay off my credit card. You know, you could, it'll put together all the numbers, all the facts, and everything. I'll hear it out. <laughs> I want to book a vacation on there first. <laughs> no. But I, that's the thing. It's like, it's supposed to be a big time saver, as well as I think people that have. Struggle with maybe coming up with ideas for certain things, or if you feel like all of the ideas have been done, you can say, Give me 50 ideas on how to sell a car, and it will give you some ideas, and then you can use those.、Mm-hmm. So, so it's like this massive information bank. We've talked about the movie Her starring Joaquin Phoenix. His job in the movie, the way he makes his living. Is he works for a company where they write personalized greeting cards. So, okay, Fritz's birthday's coming up. I want to write something meaningful, but I don't really have the words. So, I'm going to go to this company and ask them to write something for her. They'll ask me some questions about you and our relationship, and、mm-hmm. they'll formulate something and then they'll send it. They'll, they'll sign my name to it. You'll receive it and you'll think it came from me, which it kind of did, but I didn't exactly write it. That's what that guy does. That's his job in the movie. Yes. And the point, you know, the whole thing in this movie is it's sort of a glimpse into the not too distant future. This movie was made 10 years ago. But、so、this is where we are now. But it's interesting how it, it's trying to guess. What the future will look like, say, 20 or 30 years from now. And they've already got it wrong because we have ChatGPT for that. Yep.、That's、we don't need humans to do it. Correct. You're 100% correct. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been, I mean, and that's the thing too. Like, we even got a letter from our like, legal department. Like, what's, like, what are, like, what are the limitations of ChatGPT? You know what I mean? Like, Whose information is it? And who's coming up with it? And can you be sued for that? I mean, who knows? Right. And that's why we've been asked to not use it. To not it, use it, not which is use fine it by with me. Work. One last thing、yeah. I have to try to figure out. Well, for now, until we figure it、yeah. out, right?、Yeah. Well, it just pulls stuff off the internet and, and puts it together in a, Like it's its in, own thing. In sentences. It's and, kind of like when you would get in trouble at school for paraphrasing someone's quote, and your teacher would be like, I know I've heard this before. And you didn't cite the source. And so you would get in trouble for plagiarism or, you know, kind of paraphrasing that.、Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know why I'm in trouble. I didn't do it word for word. <laughs> you know, I kind of, I like, I said, you know, I, I took the same thing, but、Being、I put it in my own words. words. What? Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? You cite your sources. Yes, you got to cite、saying. your sources. Right. So I got it from this source and I put it in my own words. Yanny. <laughs> you want? I know. I wonder if you could even write a paper these days. Like, if you went back to NKU, you went back to college, and I walked into, you know, Western world literature. <laughs> yeah. Could I put together a paper? Could I read it and put together a paper according to today's standards? You know, like what is, what is the way to do the MLA、right. and whatever it used to be? Maritza says that ChatGPT is a lifesaver when it comes to homework. See, they're already using it. Yeah, she's in grad school and says it really helps with homework, I guess. 
Mm-hmm. Hmm. But do you have to cite your source as ChatGPT? Maybe, yeah, where's ChatGPT getting it from? Right. Well, what if you say to ChatGPT, write me a paper for my blah, blah, blah project about this subject. They, it will. And cite sources on the uh, bottom. What if you tell it to do that? Will it do it? I don't know. Hmm. But you know what else I think is interesting, too, is I would be interested to know, because I haven't been back to in a college class in quite some time, but, like, how how do you now cite social media sources? Like, you know, if you're writing a paper, just say, about... According to Radio Tim's tweet... But that's what I'm saying, though. I'm sure you could, or yeah. something along the lines of, like, you know, I saw this on TikTok. That's not correct way to, you know, make creme brulee, but this is, or whatever. <laughs> I, there has to be a way that you're noting all these informations now. Uh, Wyatt is someone who's used chat GPT a lot. And uh, the more he uses it, the less and less impressed he is each time he uses it. chat GPT then. So I guess it has limitations, you know, which you start to figure out over time. Yeah. What the limitations are. I do think, though, that it will fine tune and get better. I mean, we're only in oh, the, yeah. the first. Oh, yeah. It's like Wave the first iPhone. Remember when the first iPhone ever came out and you were like, what do you see what this thing can do? Hmm. Now, if you had the first iPhone, you would be like, oh, what a piece of garbage what a this dinosaur. thing is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maritza responds, says, uh, I'm very, let's see, what does she say? I'm very hands-on with it and give it all the commands and the information. Still cite my sources, but it generates its own words. Yeah. Maybe I will go to grad school. a huge time saver, right? <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I know. I might apply for grad school now. <laughs> I, hey, maybe I'll go to grad school. I know. That's the thing, man. I would love, love, love to go back to NKU. I just don't want to write the papers. I don't want to, you know, I want to I want to sit in the class right. and take all the lecture and just like absorb all the information. I just don't want to write the okay. big papers. When you become a senior citizen, yeah. in a lot of universities, colleges, universities, they'll let you do that for free. And, oh, nice. And you can sit in the front row, and when everyone is ready to leave for Thursday happy hour, you can ask 20 questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> Keep everyone there hostage. Let's go, lady. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I just have a follow-up question. About the, the syllabus. Yes. Does anybody have any there? questions? I do. Oh, God. <laughs> Coming up, your shot at $1,000. We're going to play the 1K letter of the day next. Hey, William. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What's going on? Oh, just uh, getting home from work. Oh, just getting home from work? Yeah, I worked all night. Yeah. How, wow. how was your night? How was it? How was it? wasn't too bad. That's Wasn't good. too bad at all. That's good. You what do you do, exhausted. William? Uh, we load airplanes out of DHL by the airport with freight. 
That, wow. that facility is massive. Huge, I, yeah. I've seen it, and it's unreal. And, uh, you know, Kate, this, we, we've talked about what an aviation nerd I am and how I like to watch those planes coming in and taking off. And there are periods of time on the weekend where it's just like one cargo plane Sunday after Sunday mornings, babe. I'll tell you what. It's unreal how they can fly with almost a million pounds of food. Yeah. Wow, that is pretty unreal. Crazy. And they come from all over the world on a daily basis. All over 220 countries. Yeah. And there aren't that many DHL places like what we have here at CVG around the world, right? I mean, isn't there only like a handful of them? Well, there's quite a few of them. Yeah, I guess you'd need them, you know, yeah. just, to, just to move stuff. And see, this is William keeping our supply chain issues rolling. That's right, William. Thank you for doing that. Yep, appreciate it. Also, if you find no my boyfriend's problem. fender flares in there, let me know. He's been waiting for quite some time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right on. All right, so probably there. <laughs> we're going to try to win you $1,000 if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with a letter I'm about to reveal. Uh, now, you can't use the same answer more than once. You're going to have to come up with something else. But I will say that the key to winning this thing, the, the best strategy I can offer you is to pass as quickly as possible. So if you don't, if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just pass as quickly as possible. We'll come back to it. But you'll answer more questions that way. Give me a good letter. All right. I think it is a good letter. You got the letter J. Oh, that is pretty good. Like As Jeff and Jen. Jeff. Jen, Jen. Jelly. Is Jeff and Jen one word or is that technically two? That is all one word. Okay. Yeah, Jeff and Jen. Jeff and Jen. All right, Willie, I'm, I'm ready when you are. Letter J and Jeff won't start the timer till I read the first question. That's right. All right. All right. 30 seconds on the clock whenever you're ready. Here we go. Something that makes you mad. Jealous. A song. Jamming. A treat. Jelly. A taco topping. Jalapenos. Something brown. A jar. A medicine. A pass. Something wet. A pass. An animal. Jackalope. <laughs> Jackalope. He always tells me it's not a real animal. That's not a real I animal. I always write back and say, yes, it is. And then we have to Google it and find out it's a fictional rabbit. No, I got hung up on number seven right there with William. But for number six, I was thinking uh, Madison Jardins. Yeah, that's the one that gives you the in intense uh, taint infections. Jarvis. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was the, num the number one question you asked was what? Something that makes you mad? Jackasses. Yeah. <laughs> he said jealous. Jealousy that's works. Yeah, that's a great answer. one. Yeah, but also, one Something, um, what were you saying? Something, which one you get hung up on, Jeff? Oh, uh, what was question seven? A medicine and then something wet. Oh, yeah, something wet. Jasmine, I was thinking. Man, that was close. Junk. Junk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so not bad. You did really well, William. You know, Especially for somebody that just got off a, you know. Yeah, has been working all night and is kind of tired and needs some sleep. You did all right. And, of course, we're going to do it again tomorrow around the same time. That's right. So. All right. Yeah. Get Thanks some rest, for all bud. you do, buddy. All right. Sweet dreams. Thank you. Enjoy your rest. Take it easy. Bye-bye. <laughs> you, bye. That's got to be such an interesting life, too, like working a third shift job like that. Like, when you get off work, are you ready to go to bed? Or is it one of those situations where it's like you... 
go home and you have a little breakfast or dinner and then you, you know, like you have the rest of your day and then you go to sleep at like two. Yeah, because like, I've read studies that say that's like the worst possible thing you can do to your body is just being on that type of clock. But it's a necessary thing, you yeah. know, for to, to keep the world running. And I know people totally. like in the medical field or, or, or kind of do what. You know what William does? I've been doing it for decades. My dad, yeah. did, my dad worked afternoons for General Motors for probably twenty years. So he would start work around three or four, and work until midnight, one, two, mm-hmm. and then come home, go to sleep, and then wake up with you guys like as a typical family. He would try. Some days he did, but some days he'd stay in bed. Yeah. yeah. I remember when my mom was working night shift at, as a nurse, she would do like 7P to 7A. And then she would come home and just crash out because she was so exhausted. We'd have an early dinner and then he'd leave to go to work. Yeah. It was it was weird. I'm gl- weird. When he switched to regular shift, it was mm-hmm. a good thing for everybody. Uh, by the way, when we were in Florida... We passed through Fort Myers Beach. Oh, yeah. How's it looking down there? Oh, my God. It's a mess. Is it still? It's going to be. I mean, I think we're looking like three to five years before that is completely transformed. There's so many. I I, I mean, they had to, like, create a makeshift dump just just for all the debris. Yeah, Yeah, just for all the stuff. Are people still, like, going there for spring break and things? Or is it, like, can it handle tourism right now? Because I know yeah. a lot of people from this area love going there during the summer. Yeah. So if you are if you were lucky enough, if you're an owner down there and your place survived without any damage or mold or mildew or whatever, then, yeah, you're open for business and, and they've gone down there. So there's definitely people, but not as many, nowhere near what there would be if, if every place was intact. But... Like Hurricane Ian a few months ago, it basically went in and just called everything. Like whatever was was not up to current modern day hurricane specifications was pretty much wiped out. Wow. There was some new construction, like some some new multi-million dollar homes that that, that were kind of being constructed. Like what would happen is, you know, they would buy like a dilapidated property and then they would just build on that lot. And to build, you know, you got to you gotta build to modern day standards. Well, most of those places are fine, survived. Mm-hmm. The vegetation is gone. Yeah. And you can tell, like you could tell when the salt water makes contact with a lot of that vegetation, you know, it kills it. So it's just like gray. It's not even brown. It's like gray. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, pretty much anything that that wasn't concrete. I can't tell a bunch of 7-Elevens are boarded up. A lot of restaurants that just won't come back. Yeah, that's sad. That some, makes me sad. Some people, God bless them, you know, they, they have insurance and they're just waiting to rebuild. They're in the cube. So in the meantime, they're staying. They got they got a little RV or maybe they bought an Airstream mm-hmm. and they just parked it right on their lot. And damn it, that's where they're going to stay until they, until the trucks come in. That's rebuild. how it is, too. Like, when we travel down to eastern Kentucky, when we go, you know, because they had all of that horrible mm-hmm. flooding, and there are still people that are living in trailers and, um, like, little makeshift RVs and things like that while they're waiting for their house to be cleared down by FEMA yeah. or whatever it is they're waiting on. You got a lot of high-rises down there, and some high-rises are boarded up. Mm-hmm. And others are open for business. It, 
you know, I'd like to I'd like to say that it was random because as you're driving up and down that main boulevard, it does feel like it's random. But when you look a little closer, you realize it. It just, you know, these folks got away for so long keeping just the same wooden house on stilts for mm -hmm. 50, 60 years. And it was just finally. It was time. It's luck ran out. Wow. Yeah. So that's got to be really hard for the folks who, especially, does, you know, this is some folks live down there full time. Does it feel encouraging though? Like that they're doing work, they're making progress and. I'll tell you what, I didn't know there were so many remediation companies out yeah. there that exist. Because they're everywhere, man. And I'm I'm wondering how many people just pivoted like, hey, We're gonna this, move is, there. this is where it's at. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, they might have, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there are signs everywhere. Or, you know, they'll spray paint like the number on the house so that they know that's for the purpose of the insurance company so they know mm -hmm. where to go or where to look or, yeah, it's nuts. It's well, it's going to take some time. And the same thing like they these towns in Mississippi that have just been. I know. I'm looking at the pictures of that right now. Yeah. The deadly Mississippi tornadoes. The footage of the actual tornado whipping up. Did wow. you see some oh of that God. yesterday? Yes. Yeah. I mean, they lost. And what, it they, was, was on, a ground, on the ground for an hour. What was the day? It was like 30 people or something. And all of the experts and the reporters on the ground are saying it's a miracle. It wasn't more. It was so many more. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, I th I think about those people, and it was interesting because driving back, like once we got out of Florida and out of Georgia, you start like you go through Tennessee and Kentucky on I seventy five, and I saw a lot of billboards for things like you know mold, mildew. Like, is that a problem in this part of the country where there's like a cottage industry for companies that um, basically you know restore houses that are dealing with some kind of mold or age issue age-related issue i mean it's like this ohio valley is so wet all the time there's mold in every single house it's just how do you react to it and what type of mold is it mm -hmm. you know my sister-in-law thinks that there shouldn't be a drop of mold in any house and so they keep moving houses because they're trying to find one without mold and they hire dogs and they hire remediation companies and they remove wood beams and put new wood beams in and then there are other people that are like yeah whatever there's water in the basement yeah i've been living <laughs> right. this way for years <laughs> it's just a, a a sweep of people you just gotta understand how mold works so like we, we've done some things with renovation where i call the mold guy out because the inspection says there's mold and the mold guy goes, yeah, just get some Flex Seal and cover up that spot. It'll die because it won't have any oxygen or water because you're encompassing it in a rubber. I'm like, oh, okay. Easy well, enough. Thanks, mold yeah, guy. I guess I can just do that. Enough. Yeah. Obviously, bigger projects, that won't work. But well, I bring it up because I, I would think like, you know, have you ever walked into a house and it just smells like mildew? Yep. I don't know. What is there a huge, I don't really I'm not a sign. I don't know what the difference is between mold and mildew. Is, I mean, Musty. do they essentially spell the same or are they, are they different? Well, I think it's when you go, you know, when or you go in the basement of, and you're like, oh, oh something well, has been brewing down right. here. Yeah, that's when you know you got a problem. Mm -hmm. uh, popular science looked at Google Trends to figure out the five smells around the house that Americans hate the most. And here they are. Mildew on your clothes. Yeah. That was number two. You can smell that on other people, too. You're like, man. 
uh, when a skunk sprayed outside and you can smell it in your house. That happens to us all the time where we live. All the time. like, And it won't always necessarily be in all of the house, but our bedroom is very close to a part uh, that's closer to like the land and you can see skunks in the backyard sometimes. So sometimes in our bedroom, I'm like, oh my gosh. It's you like a ton of bricks. So my brother-in-law, he's, he's got pr- pretty much their, their outdoor dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for shelter, you know, they, they basically hang out in the garage. Yeah. Some well, evidently a skunk got in there. Into the garage? Into the garage and oh. got trapped in there oh. and just let loose. Oh. oh. So he comes Can out. still smell it? And oh. he had to use some kind of special something on the dogs to... Yeah. But it was... Horrific, I am sure. And it's been days. Oh, man. I bet yeah. that doesn't go away. And you've got to figure, like, it's in the walls and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, so he he dealt with that for, I guess, a couple of weeks. But he's he says he's he's finally at a point now where he doesn't smell it. <laughs> he's just used to it. It's called adaption. Yeah, maybe that's kind of what he's I thought. Adapting. But if you have you gone over there since? No. Oh man, I bet you will be able to smell it right away. Uh, what about cigarette smoke on your clothes? Yep. Yeah, I do not. Do like you that. smell it? Like when I smoked, I didn't smell it. When you smoke, sometimes I feel like when I would smoke, sometimes I could smell it the next day. I'd be like, oh, it's in my hair. That's yeah. some place that I would always smell it. Right. But when you go somewhere now, like certain casinos, like when you're in Vegas mm-hmm. and you go from the casino to your room, you go mm-hmm. in that room, you're like, oh, we stink. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Driving back yesterday, Kristen's. Saw another motorist who was smoking with her with her car windows open, and she goes, I, "I don't understand like why you would smoke with your windows down. Like, aren't you smoking to get the smoke?" Because <laughs> it it gets I a little like, overwhelming. It, yeah, it does. I mean, it seems kind of. I, I get her point. I mean, because mm-hmm. I'm a former smoker, so I get it. Yeah, but as a like, former I would light smoker, up and I would crack the window open yeah. so it wouldn't get smoky in the car. I was going to say that as a former <laughs> smoker, when you see someone smoking in the cars with the windows up, you're like, "Oh, roll the window down." Yeah. You got to be suffocating in there, dude. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Tracy says nature's miracle skunk neutralizer is really good at helping. Oh, that helps good a to lot. Know. Makes a big difference. Uh, gasoline on your shoes. There's another smell around the house. Americans hate the most. The smell of gasoline on your shoes, cigarette smoke on your clothes, mildew on your clothes, and dog pee on the carpet. Yep. yep. I could smell that. We, my cousin. Um, got married recently and everybody was getting ready in this one particular house and at the kitchen table I was like it smells like dog pee in here and I don't know if other because I don't have any animals but other people that do have animals couldn't really smell it but I'm like it smells so much like dog pee in here yep it's one of my it doesn't go away very often either nope you really got to work at it yeah because it gets down into like the wood and kind of just seeps in there oh yeah what about dog like wet dog yeah (laughs) It's like when they desperately need a bath and they haven't had one in a long time. Yes, or if they've gone outside and they come inside and it's just a bit moist outside, you're like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, go outside. I can't believe dog pee is ahead of cat pee on that list. Just any animal urine. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like you can smell cat pee for sure. Cat pee is pretty pungent, but the incidence of... 
Cats peeing in your carpet versus dogs is a lot yeah. lower because cats just naturally go to the litter box. Yeah, unless there's something going on there, and then mm-hmm. you got some issue issues. That, yeah, but when that happens, you know it. Got to take a quick break. 841, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Weather-wise, mostly cloudy today. A few later, even uh, late afternoon, maybe some evening showers. We'll see higher on 53. And it is 36. I thought I was supposed to warm up. Nah, not till Thursday. When's that happen? Thursday. Oh, opening day. Yep. All right. In the meantime, final look at traffic in the morning, unless something breaks between now and this afternoon. Denise, what do we have? Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.